0: This is Unaffected. Welcome to Unaffected, a podcast that offers a curated look at some obscure, forgotten, and neglected singers of the mid-20th century. I'm your host, Ethan Stoller, and today you're about to join a very exclusive club. Namely, people who have heard the singing voice of Lori Dale. Lori Dale only ever made one record in her career. It was a 45 with two songs on it, recorded in 1955. And as far as I can tell, I own the only copy of this record that exists. (laughs) Oh, and maybe there are others, there must be, but there's no evidence of it. And there are also, previous to today, no digital representations of these songs online. And the good news is, is that she's a really good singer. So she faded into obscurity unjustly. And when I decided to do an episode about Lori Dale, I also purchased a photograph of her. So I've cornered the market on Lori Dale ephemera. Uh, This photograph is an 8x10 headshot, black and white, and the back, it says, Blonde, Beautiful, and Buxom, Lori Dale, misspelled, leaves soon for a New York recording contract. The 23-year-old Miss has been singing for only one year, but talent scouts spotted her at the Saxony Lounge in Boston, where she is presently appearing. Well... We'll hear in a minute that some of that information might be incorrect. But I can see why she was offered a contract. She's a pretty terrific singer. Here she is doing the track from the record called Lonely Only.
1: Lonely only when I'm all alone. Lonely only waiting by the phone. Lonely only when the sky is bright. Only lonely when it's black with night night. Lonely, only when I hear our tune Lonely, only when I see the moon Lonely, only thinking of your touch Lonely, only when I dream Don't miss you like I used to I've learned to laugh again Don't ever think about you Well, maybe now and then Lonely only at the sound I hear your name lonely only when i think of you lonely only lonely cause i still love you Do
0: what? Do what? Uh, just between us i could probably live without those background vocals <laughs> but uh, i usually feel that way and i could also live without the trumpet too uh but it's all we got and I think it's a pretty sweet track. So the part of the photograph text that was incorrect was that uh, this record was made on a very small label based in Boston. The label was called Radax. R-A-D-A-X. And their slogan on the record labels very modestly says, Radax, world's finest sound recording. So there you have it. Uh, back to Lori, uh, I love her voice. I really do. And I like how confident she sounds. I feel like for a young singer in her first recording session, that might be rare. Uh, and you'll hear toward the end of this song, she sings with a playfulness, and you can kind of hear that smile in her voice. And I also like the way she manipulates in very subtle ways the Some of the words rhythmically like a more seasoned jazz singer might do and also there's no producer credited on this record but i gotta hand it to the whoever was swiddling the knobs there at radax uh there's some real nice slapback delay effect that's very common in 50s records but i like how they dial it in right at the end of the song uh so you listen in the fade out for that i mean that's something today that is very easy to do with automation but you know back in the 50s you had to do stuff <laughs> to get that sound so have a listen
1: don't miss you like I
0: used
1: to i learned to laugh again don't ever think about Lonely, only at the sound of rain. Lonely, only when I hear your name. Lonely, only when I think of you. Lonely, only, lonely, cause I still love you. Lonely, only, lonely, cause I still love you. Lonely, only, lonely
0: did you hear that you heard it uh she's accompanied on this record by joe sinatra credited as joe sinatra music <laughs> uh who was a boston pianist and i discovered kind of a stalwart on the boston scene i found evidence that he was still playing around town as late as 1975, so at least 20 years after this recording. And also, I found one uh, resource that said he was Frank Sinatra's cousin. I was not able to confirm that. Uh, But why would the Berkshire Eagle of Pittsfield, Massachusetts, 1952, make that up? They wouldn't. Uh, But this wasn't Lori Dale's only brush with peripheral fame. She didn't remain a miss for very long, apparently. She married this dude named H. Maxwell Goldfine, who was the son of a Boston industrialist named Bernard Goldfine, who made his money uh, dealing in oriental rugs and fur coats and fabrics and stuff and bernard goldfine was embroiled in this scandal involving the eisenhower administration where he bribed eisenhower's assistant with some fur coats because he was trying to he was being uh charged with tax evasion which eventually landed him in jail um And then the guy accepted the fur coats, and then Richard Nixon, of all people, had to fire the guy for impropriety. And (laughs) Bernard Goldfein was called to testify, and he didn't go, and he was charged with contempt of Congress. And H. Maxwell Goldfein, Laurie Dale's husband, was by his side the whole time. And just reading about this kind of made my head spin. Uh, It all seemed so quaint compared to the criminal... White House, we currently are blessed with. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that another day. Um, but then a couple years later, there were newspaper accounts of uh, H. Maxwell Goldfein quote unquote, attempting suicide, but he just had these superficial cuts on his arm. But Lori Dale called the cops, and there there was a uh, she he she accused him of being abusive. And it was just kind of this ugly, seedy, creepy story in the papers. And they did end up getting divorced a couple of years later. A few months later, sorry. Um, but then after that, there's no evidence of Lori Dale or her her original name, which was Claire McTeague, until an obituary. Um, she died in 2015. Uh, so we don't know why she never recorded again or even what how she spent her life we can only speculate but we're lucky to have these two songs and here's the second song on the other side of the 45 it's called what's the use of crying the blues again it sounds kind of similar to the other song uh, i enjoy it let's have a listen
1: i'm sentimental i may be wrong you used to love me but those loving days are gone I loved you dearly, but all in vain, what's the use of crying the blues again? I was your plaything, your pride and joy, but then you threw me down just like a broken toy. You've seen the sunshine, I've seen the rain What's the use of crying the blues again? I'm not pretending when I say I'm spending all my i've tried forgetting but can't help regretting all the things you do and at my window i watch for you i guess i'm seeing things but that is nothing new I dealt the cards, dear, and lost the game. What's the use crying the blues again? I'm not pretending when I say. I've tried forgetting but can't help regretting All the things you do And at my window I watch for you I guess I'm seeing things but that is nothing new I dealt the cards, dear, and lost the game. What's the use of crying the blues again?
0: There's a record store in Chicago called Laurie's Planet of Sound. And if this were the type of podcast that gave its episodes clever titles, I might choose that, but it isn't and no one would probably get it. But our other singer today is also named Lori and she's probably, or at least for a long time was even more obscure than Lori Dale because Lori Allen made only one record in her life. And it sat unreleased on the shelf for 47 years. She recorded the record for a label called Mode Records, which was a label with some pretty serious jazz cred. Um, You might, if you collect records at all, you would recognize the, the artwork on the front was always like a painting by a painter named Eva Diana. But they only ever released 30 LPs in their whole history until they folded because of financial trouble. Um, So Lori Allen recorded this record, it went on the shelf, and she returned home to Waco, Texas, where she had to take care of her. Her mom was sick, and then in 2004 she started to inquire about it, like, what happened? (laughs) Where are these recordings? And they were able to be recovered, and it's kind of cool. The original recording session engineer Bones Howe, who's a legend, uh, was still alive, still working, and he mastered the original sessions for CD release, which explains why this recording sounds so good. And in fact, it's in stereo. Uh, Stereo LPs didn't first start getting mass released until 1958, so this is like really one of the first stereo LPs that ever was recorded. And it's just so fortuitous that we have this because I think Lori Allen was great. The full package, intonation, diction, jazz feel, interpreting the lyric, real nice tone. Let's listen to her rendition of The More I See You from her belated LP release, Paradise.
1: Arms won't free you, my heart won't try.
0: arrangement was written by the prolific uh, jazz writer, arranger, conductor, Marty Page, who worked with some of the hugest names, Ella Fitzgerald, and, but also uh, worked with some more obscure singers, so we'll be hearing his work again on future episodes. And we love our obscure singers here on Unaffected, uh, but we would be remiss to not mention the passing last week of Doris Day. Uh, Doris Day was neither obscure nor neglected nor forgotten, but we are not immune to her charms. Uh, Doris Day is on the Mount Rushmore of unaffected singers. And I want to play one of my favorite songs of hers. Uh, this is called Again, which is a great standard. Uh, I love the lyric in this song. It's written by a woman named Dorcas Cochran, And this song is, like, thematically the exact opposite of uh, The More I See You, actually. Uh, the More I See You celebrates long-term love, relationship, romance. This song is about a one-time fling that's great but cannot be repeated. Uh, contains the great trenchant final line, We'll have this moment forever, but never, never again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And of course, Doris Day nails it. So once again, thank you for listening. Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, Check us out on the web at unaffectedpod.com and Twitter and Instagram, unaffectedpod. We'll be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. We'll see you next time.
1: Again, we'll have this moment. been an Ambervert Media Production.